my heart That's paper thin You see I felt her words And her images filed I'm gonna carry my heart Back in New Orleans I had a horn to go So I wanted a while From coast to coast From sin to sin From the coldest shore To the warmest island I've been around the world Back to New Orleans She's got a pride Like a million lions She's got a scar On a velvet face She's got a smile Like a newborn child She's got a walk A stolen grace Slept at night till my arrival I romanticize a long embrace You see I lost my tongue and I burned my Bible But I made it back home to New Orleans She's got a pride like a million lions She's got a scar on a velvet face She's got a smile like a newborn child She's got a walk, a stoic grace You see I held my breath and I swam for miles When all was lost and hell took place You see it rain all night in the city she flooded It rain all night in New Orleans 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 Hello bookworms, book writers, book to writers. Welcome to the latest episode of the Book to Write podcast. And that opening track track was one called New Orleans, the acoustic version by Rancid from their 2009 album, Let the Dominoes Fall, the extended version, because that is one of the bonus tracks on the extended version of the album. And uh, I wanted to go from that to something really soppy. I don't know if you remember back in the days. I don't know if it's still a thing today. I'm too old. But back in the 80s and the 90s, there was always a, this is our song when you're in a relationship and you had our song. And I remember there was a time in the 80s when every single couple married or not our song was true by spandau ballet
so true Funny how it seems Always in time But never in line for dreams Head over heels When toe to toe This is the sound of my soul This is the sound
you don't love that song, then I don't know. I feel sorry for you. I think you lack empathy or compassion. Possibly you're a psychopath. Check it out. And the reason that I opened this podcast with the earlier song, New Orleans by Rancid, is that I'm currently looking at options to travel around. I have another European trip coming up in April, a business one. I will add some additional vacation time onto that and not too sure yet, maybe Spain or Italy or even just further north. I'm going to the south of France, so maybe a little bit further north and go to uh, visit Paris potentially, not sure. But I am contemplating different American locations. Of course, I tend to go to Santa Monica every year. I tend to go to San Diego every year, and I'm thinking about those again. Not sure. I'm also thinking about New Orleans. I've only ever been there once, and it was an absolutely fantastic experience. But I did have the pleasure of seeing Bad Religion live in New Orleans, and I did get to see Emily Davis and the Murder Police open for them live, and just saw some random open mic type of talent shows which were which were interesting as well so um let me know send a note to every page is blank at outlook.com and give your thoughts and your vote as to where i should travel to cover version by no effects of the frank turner song and that was released on the no effects frank turner split album ep west coast versus wessex released in 2020 and um you know these days and the older you get 
the more difficult it becomes to tolerate certain points of view. And I know it's ironic because we go through life being taught to compromise, to be empathetic, to listen to other people's views and so on and try to understand them. But there just comes a point where you reach your mature years. I I call them mature years, not that we're necessarily more mature in those years. We're just sick and fed up of everything that we hear. And, you know, we realize that a lot of problem, a lot of war is created by things such as religion. My God, your God. My religion, your religion, my beliefs, your beliefs. Politics. You know, it's fine to have different parties, different politics, different views, different beliefs. But at the same time, you have to have uh, etiquette. You know, you have to have behavioural etiquette to a certain extent. And I don't mean political correctness. I just mean that you cannot just get away with everything that you do. You cannot just commit crimes and get away with them. And um, you also cannot say certain things. If I become the chief executive officer of Microsoft tomorrow, I would probably have to delete this podcast. I don't know, maybe not, but, you know, there certainly would be certain things that I cannot do, I cannot say, because you're in a position of responsibility and something that is bigger than yourself. You're representing a company, you're representing a country. When you're representing a country you should probably have a look around and see how ridiculous you look outside. And I think that the United States should actually set a limit. Presidents should not be allowed to be over the age of 65. I'm sorry. We all have to retire at 65. Presidents should have to retire at 65. So, Mr. Biden, Mr. Trump, both of you, please retire right now.
in a row because I was so excited and that one is called Best God in Show from the 2009 album Coaster and that seemed very appropriate considering the fact that this session, this episode is entitled I'm Definitely Going to Hell and on a somewhat more somber note I'm going to bring somebody back you haven't heard for a few episodes Morrissey. And one of the greatest Morrissey songs, although I'm sure Morrissey would disagree with that wholeheartedly. But from the 1991 Kill Uncle album, the final track of the album, There is a place in hell for me and my friends. There's a place, a place in hell 
as I get back to beliefs and oppositions, and as I approach the first year of living in the USA in which I can actually vote, I realize more and more as I do my research that the president of the United States is a lot like the Queen of England or the King of England. They don't really have a lot of say over many things. Oh, I'm going to be in trouble for saying that. But things like inflation, for example, the president doesn't really have any say over that. I mean, yes, if you make a, if you dictate uh, immigration policy that is extremely rigid, then for sure, you're hiring, Amer hiring American, buying American, your prices of manufacture, your prices of sale are going to go up, so you're going to pay more inflation. Yeah, so uh, let that register for you. But if you have a pandemic, it doesn't matter who the president is. Your president could be John Travolta your inflation is going to go up because you're in a pandemic. If Russia declares war on the Ukraine and invades and we have an oil crisis, inflation will go up. It doesn't matter who you are. Unless, of course, you make that worse by defending, protecting, aiding the invader. In which case, inflation would go even higher. If you have a blockage in the Panama Canal, you will have higher inflation and it doesn't matter who you are unless you have poor diplomatic relationships. So the only thing that you can really impact is human rights. And right now those are being addressed more than they were before. So. I'm inclined to think that right now we're in a much, much better situation than we would be in terms of war, inflation, human rights, than had things been different in 2020-21 as we transitioned. And I'm sorry to those of you who are angry for my words, but um, it's absolutely true. And when I hear the news and read the news and watch the news these days, which I try not to do, and when I do watch the news, I go to very neutral sources, external sources that are definitely not hinged or tinged by or on any party, my reaction is this.
was, in my opinion, the absolutely beautiful Kamikaze Heart from Pig Destroyer's 2012 album Book Burner. Okay, okay, I'd like to really slow it down dramatically now to a very unusual sounding album by a a great historic legend of an artist. The artist is Billy Bragg and the album is Back to Basics from 1987. Well, this song is from 1987. And the song is called To Have and To Have Not. And I'm not sure if you'll understand it because his English accent is so strong that it's quite difficult to interpret at times. But it it really is a fantastic song, beautiful lyrics, very meaningful. Um, was later covered by Lars Fredriksson from Rancid who tried to do a very similar kind of version but maybe a little bit more extreme with a distorted electric guitar and no other accompaniment but yeah i hope that this song is not too weird and wild for you here is the legend billy bragg Backwards. 
Yes! And you know, just because I dress like this doesn't mean I'm a communist. No one is a communist anymore. Nobody believes in communism anymore. Communism is dead. Socialism is dead. What we believe in these days is caring for each other, caring for other people, trying to put the the future generations ahead of our current present needs, trying to make sure there's a planet left for those future generations so that they can live meaningful lives too. And... uh, We probably don't have too much chance of that with the likes of the Putins around and those who support him. Anyway... Just go!
voodoo drums. Sabbath, eat your heart out. Metallica, eat your heart out. We know that you wish you could write songs that good. But that particular little ditty, that gem of a track, is a song called Voodoo Fire by a band called Cathedral from Coventry, England. And that is their 1998 release, Caravan Beyond Redemption. And you know, just harping on a a bit more about the whole political thing. I don't know. I don't know how prevalent studies in history are. But you know, we've had so many dictators in the past. We've had so many bad leaders in the past. And I'm not just talking about people like Khomeini from Iran, or Hitler from Germany. I'm talking about people like Margaret Thatcher from England. 
Mm, I was going to say Ronald Reagan, but I don't think I will because Ronald Reagan was really just a puppet. Um, particularly seemed to me that he was being controlled by Margaret Thatcher in the UK and definitely was being controlled by whoever was behind him in the US. I mean, he really did nothing. And I suppose we could say the same about George Bush Jr. But as I said earlier, I think presidents of the United States are really just like the Queen or King of England. They don't really do much. don't think they have much control over anything that really impacts economy, the stock market, uh, gas prices, inflation. As, as much as they love to believe it, it's really just down to global circumstances and events. And um, the real area that they have a say is on our human existence, our human rights. was a song called Sucks by Crass from the 1978 album Feeding of the 5000. And it talks about Margaret Thatcher, it talks about Buddha, Jesus and so on. And, you know, with all of those prolific heroes, you look at Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump gets back into power and if he's re-elected as the president... His only goal, I think, is to get revenge on Biden, try and impeach Biden multiple times, which, as we know, is meaningless because Trump has been impeached three times and he still won't go away. Um, he will be inspiring people to ban abortion and uh, block immigration and hire American and buy American and that will push up inflation and... We'll get, we'll wake up every morning to about 40 Twitter tweets or X tweets or whatever they're called. And they will all be about, I did this, I did that, I said this. And every one of them will have 
grammatical errors, punctuation, spelling issues, just off the rails, off the wall. And also the message, in a way, maybe it'll be a great thing because the message is you can do whatever you want. You can commit crimes. You can speak shit. You can abuse people, accuse people. You can talk badly about anyone. And guess what? You can just carry on. Not only carry on, you can get to the top. You can be the president. And I would say that the best thing that could have happened is probably Donald Trump should have said, I'm stepping down. I'm going to leave the, um, I'm going to leave this to Nikki Haley because potentially I could be in prison or I could be removed from the ballot. And therefore, because I believe in my party, I believe in my people, I believe in their policies and what they want to achieve, I am going to step down and leave it to Haley. And that would have been a real challenge. And I think under those circumstances, we could have actually had a change. I think that, um, you know, people would be quite open to whatever, Democrat, Republic, who cares? As long as it is someone who's bringing in new ideas, good ideas, caring for the people, progressively trying to move the country forward, and not someone who's just bitter, deranged, angry, jealous, trying to get revenge. It's bad. And chances are, he's going to be in prison by the end of the year. So, uh, hmm, could be, I mean, 2021 was interesting indeed with the insurrection and the unpeaceful transition of power. I suppose the next one could be even more interesting because there could be only one side for the first time in history, I think. Actually, no, I think according to the constitution of the United States because they never really imagined that one of the presidential candidates could be in prison at the time of election I think there's nothing in there that states that you cannot elect a president who is in jail so that could make it really interesting we could have the first American president elected in prison and of course, the reason this was never considered is that everybody on the planet would say, no, no, guys, I'm, I'm in prison. I'm in trouble. I'm stepping down. I'm not in this race anymore. It's up to you guys. But of course, we all know there is one man who will not do that. He would rather be a president in prison than step down. Okay, let's get one thing straight here. Mexico is not our friend. Mexico is laughing at us. And you want to know why they're laughing at us? Because every day they're dumping their garbage in our country. They're sending over their rapists. They're sending over their drugs. They're sending over their criminal scum. And we're doing nothing about it. But I'm going to stop all that. You elect me President of the United States. I, Donald J. Trump, I have a plan. I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to build a great wall across our southern borders, and I'm going to make Mexico pay for it. You mark my words. Yeah.
viva Presidente Trump Ya sabemos de su onda Que un chingo nos odia Su visión es ser El gran pito Hitler Wilson Hablaba de mexicanos Ilegales mimados Si llega a ser presidente Va a haber bronca en cada estado si quiero que llegue a ser presidente Gabacho Porque él quiere ver guerra Igual que nosotros Yo si quiero que gane El presidente Trompudo Porque si él lo empieza A huevo Nosotros lo acabamos and gentlemen was Viva Presidente Trump by Brujeria from their single Viva Presidente Trump in 2016 a reaction to the original election which many people openly regret these days but great news is that if he comes back then it means next year we can commit crimes we can be racist, sexist, do whatever the hell you want, dump in the ocean, uh, you know, work for companies that dump chemicals on the floor. Um, as long as it means we don't have to pay too much tax, as long as it means that we can bring down the gas price, everything else doesn't matter, right? And just get revenge on all of your enemies, gonna be great. So uh, with that said, Thank you very much for listening. I uh, look forward to losing a lot of followers after this episode. And um, 
I hope to see some of you back here again for the next one and take care.